And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. Well, hello once again, everyone. After a slight hiatus, happy to be back with you again. We've got a really power-packed show for you today. Some good stuff happening and some kind of serious stuff in keeping with the times that we're living in. And that's coming up first with a very special song, which was uh, performed by our old friends at Dream Aria. And we're going to play it right now, along with an explanation of the Song of Hope. Song of Hope is about the idea of peace and hope. And at this time, Dream Aria would like to specifically dedicate it to the Ukraine and the world at large. May we all know the true meaning of we are all one someday. Time for hope for all of us. Peace on earth for all it's worth. With kindness, honoring a time for love, each other to live as one. No more vengeance to lend a hand. Only reverence without errors. No vanity, only humility, chivalry, equality. I am you and you are me. Dream Aria and the Song of Hope and dealing with the times that we're living in right now. I know this is a music show and we try to remain upbeat, positive, but you can't ignore what's going on in the world today. And who knows what will be going on when you listen to this long after we've recorded it. First and foremost, we want to express our sincere and heartfelt thoughts and prayers to the people of the Ukraine 
including our good friends and previous The David Bowers Awards winner, Sergey, and the rock band Yellow Dog from Ukraine. You can follow them and Sergey's posts directly from the UK, Ukraine on his Facebook page, Sergey Ivushkin, S-E-R-G-E-Y-I-V-U-S-H-K-I-N. Be sure to send them your prayers and thoughts as they struggle with the horrors of the war that's going on there. John Bon Jovial. <laughs> you know, how, how do you express what hasn't been said already? Um, you know, Vladimir Putin has absolutely no leg to stand on as far as this conflict is concerned. Uh, he has not been pushed in any way to go into battle, yet he is a megalomaniac, and this is what megalomaniacs do. Unfortunately, we saw that in World War II with Adolf Hitler. We're seeing it now with Vladimir Putin, the Ukrainian people, at least what little I've gotten to know of them uh, through Yellow Dog, our good friends, uh, are a very peaceful people. It's a democracy. The sunflower is their national flower. I mean, come on. You, You can't get much more peaceful than that. So I just hope that, obviously, for a positive outcome on this and one that is an outcome where the Ukrainians can, you know, live in peace and happiness and, and, and harmony with each other instead of in fear for their lives and their families' lives. I have to agree with you. Thank you, John Bon Jovial. We want to shout out to our friends around the world. You, our listeners, uh, Titty Bingo, the Texas rock and roll band that provides our theme music and has for going on nine years now. Also, we want to... Uh, Salute Steve Lifax's Rock and Roll Rumble Show that follows the David Bowers Awards on Rochester Free Radio, where we are played every Saturday at noon. And following Steve Litvak's Rock and Roll Rumble is Armand Spins. Check him out. Some great indie music, some good old rock and roll, and I guarantee you'll hear some stuff you've never heard before. Our thanks again to you, our listeners. We've got a lot of stuff going on this week, so we want to get right to it. First up, our first guest is an old friend of ours who has been too long away from the show. Nikki Chris will be joining us to conduct Rockstar 101. She comes from a strong position to do it as an indie artist herself. So we are looking very much forward to that. And some other old friends join us after that. Yo-Yo XNO will be joining us with uh, some music from their brand new album, Beyond Billboard. A little play on words there, if you didn't catch it. We'll explain it to you later. But first, we're going to go to our friend, the lovely Nikki Chris, who will be joining us right after we listen to this, her great big award-winning song, Undone. Truth is that we've come on down. 
Chris, say hello. Hello there, Mr. David. How are you? Well, I'm doing just fine, finally, thank you, after a uh, short little hiatus I had. How are you doing? I am hanging in there. Busy, busy. Well, from what I've seen over the last course of the last year or so, you have definitely been busy and been accomplishing much. First, I want to touch on the song we just played, because that was one of the couple of tunes you did that uh, got some pretty notable acclaim. Yeah, you know, I mean, you know how I I don't like to count all of my awards and all of that stuff and everything. You know, I'm kind of kind of shy, but um yep, no, that was that was one of the ones that actually just it made its way onto um the Grammy ballot as well this year. So, Absolutely. very exciting. I don't blame you. I'm proud of you. That's a, an amazing accomplishment, just getting on the ballot. We here wish you all the very best in your pursuit of that. But uh, just the fact that you appear on the ballot is enough to let the world know who you are if they didn't already. And you had another tune before this, if I'm not mistaken, that was in a uh, 
in a film awards show or something, wasn't it? Um, I think you might be referring to Is This Love that I did with Kit Wakely. So that actually was nominated for a Josie Music Award. Okay, I knew you had another couple, award song a couple other, there. Yeah, I have a couple of them. <laughs> and that's a good thing. Your music is really reaching all markets. You've had music in a film, I know, and you've had music in a yes. TV show too, haven't you? Yes, I've actually had quite a few in um, some some TV shows. So um, that's always is always fun, and I've actually been focusing on that quite a bit as of late as well because. Believe it or not, that's where the cash is. Especially after going for so long, not being able to do public appearances, uh, going where the cash is is very important. Now, we just saw your uh, Grammy U announcement recently. Tell the listeners exactly what that means. Grammy U is a program whereby uh, the Recording Academy gets um, applicants from as student applicants. So there's students in college potentially pursuing, you know, some type of career in music. And they're interested in working with, you know, somebody who may be more established in the industry, who's also part of the recording academy. And they line each individual up with a mentee and a mentor. So it's like a mentoring program whereby I'm actually working with a young girl who I believe goes to the University of Maryland. She's, you know, up and coming. She does her own music. Um, she's also pursuing a degree in school in a musical field. And it's, it's really great. It's really fun because it allows me to actually kind of share some of the things that I've learned and I've experienced with the next generation of artists. Well, it's a definite compliment to your talents and you as a person and we salute you for being a uh, Grammy mentor. And that leads us perfectly into what you are doing here today, besides telling us what's been going on in your life, telling us what it takes to make it in the music world today as both an artist, that you are an independent artist, and as a Grammy mentor. Well, let's, let's take this out, uh, take it apart a little bit. As an artist today, you know, even, and I won't so much even focus on myself, but being an artist today in the music industry, I'm going to be honest, it's very hard. I actually think it was, you know, a lot easier to some extent back in the day when, you know, maybe you had to walk around with like a, dare I say, cassette tape or CD <laughs> in your pocket and, and kind of go and, and meet the right people or have somebody that knew somebody. At least then, it was more one-on-one -on -one interaction. Record labels were different back then, and it really was all about the music. I think the digital age has brought with it some pluses, but I also think it's brought with it some negatives. I do think, you know, things are easier to get out there. You don't have to be the person walking around, you know, with CDs because people still press CDs, you know, even though much of the work is on streaming. But now it's, it's more focused on, you know, how, how many followers do you have? How many TikTok views that do you have? How much this do you have? And not necessarily so much about the music. 
and I, and I'm, in a lot of instances, at least in in my genres, I think that the, we've gotten away from you know music and we've gotten away from individualism and more um, substance in what we're actually creating and listening to than I think we had previously. But it's it's tough because there's a lot more competition, especially with the ability to release music so easily. You know, there's multiple companies, multiple so you don't need a record label anymore. I mean that that actually, believe it or not, was one of the questions that my mentee asked me just the other day. Record label or not record label. And you know what I told her? No record label. I said, You don't want a record label. You don't you don't want somebody to control everything that you create. Because that's what they do nowadays. They they only sign specific deals. They'll give you an advance up front, but you earn nothing until they recoup all that back, you know, and that goes for every single release. So, and they own all of your material. I mean, look at all the challenges that Taylor Swift had, you know, from a a do-it-yourself independent perspective, I'd rather stay independent all day long. I own my own stuff. I say where it goes. I say who plays it, or at least ask who I want to play it. Um, you know, I'm my own boss. I control everything. And, and I think that is, is really what the focus should be. And that's a very good point you've made that we have heard before, the fact that, yes, today's society, you can be your own promoter. You can place your music wherever you want. You don't need necessarily a label. But what a lot of people don't understand is the responsibilities that go with that. In addition to the added freedom, you also have the added responsibility of being your own promoter and being your own placement person. You've got to know the business, and that's one of the reasons that we have this segment we call Rockstar 101 and why you're here talking with us today. John Bon Jovial, you wanted to add something. First and foremost, Nikki, it's, it's wonderful to have you back. I mean, of all the... Of all the Nikki Chris's in the world, you're our favorite. So, you're... Oh, thank you, John. You're my favorite, too. <laughs> uh, but seriously, you know, you, you, you touched on something before the uh, discussion turned formally toward being a mentor and what it takes to get by in the music world, and which was a perfect segue into the current subject. And you're talking about not only doing your music, but also uh, scoring for for television or for movies. And, of course, that requires the musician in you to come out as well. So other than being, you know, a superb songstress, which we know you are, what do you say to people who think to themselves, well, you know, I, I can write all these songs, but I can also do this and I can also do that. In what order? should they prioritize what the other stuff is besides writing music and singing a song and recording it and hopefully getting some airplay? What do they do next? What, at least in your opinion, what do you think they should do next? That is a very, very good question. Um, I actually do think, and, and a lot of it comes, I don't want to say simultaneously or in parallel, but you can do a lot of things in parallel. I mean, obviously you need music first and foremost, right? you really need to decide what you want to do. 
you know, I'm not saying that all labels are bad because there are bonuses with labels, right? Because, yes, being a do-it-yourself artist, you got to pay for everything, right? you know, you got to fund everything. How do you fund this? How do you fund that? So being with a label does come with some added benefits. Now, going to the next step and taking things a little bit further, what I generally encourage or recommend is, you know, get some music out there create, whatever it may be, you know, release some things. If, if you want to go out and do some, some live shows, you know, start developing a fan base. But there's a lot of also online opportunities to submit your music to um, not just radio for airplay, but there's also a lot with, uh, there's a lot of sync companies that you can sign up with online. Um, submit to different types of opportunities. So that's why I'm saying you could do this in parallel as well. A lot of the reasons that I was, you know, or I guess I am, you know, successful is I released my first album and with it, and I also sent all of my material to a sync agency literally two months after I released my album. Within seven months, I had my first TV placement. So, you know, you can do everything. Yeah, I mean, you can do everything in parallel, but you do need to have music out there as well. I mean, and there are are actually musicians that I know that don't release their music, and all they do is focus on sync placements and trying to get things placed. And you can go that route as well. But if somebody wants to be an artist, right, a lot of times, you need to do that in parallel because I'll be honest, if you get in one sync placement and depending upon what type of show you get it on could potentially make a breakthrough as an artist. I mean, that has happened frequently where all of a sudden somebody's, you know, an unknown band, if you will, has their music on a TV show and all of a sudden they're the next big thing. Kind of like an American Idol kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, you, you you touched on the record companies and, and the, you know the, the the contracts and and the benefits that they do offer. Not every record company is going to sign you into indentured servitude. Uh, and the two examples that I can think of that were really egregious in that area were uh, Tommy James back in the 60s and 70s and, of course, John Fogarty of Creedence Clearwater Revival. I mean, Fogarty wouldn't even play his own music. He refused to because he knew that the contract holder would, would benefit from it. Not all record companies are like that. So if you're dealing with a musician that does want to sign with a label, that does want to have those benefits – what would you say to that person? Advise them, this is what you look for, and this is what you avoid, as far as behaviors, contract clauses, things of that nature. Well, first and foremost, I would actually ask, tell them to get an attorney, good entertainment attorney, and I would also probably encourage them to get management, you know, because there are certain things that, management can do from a negotiation perspective. Almost everything that I've heard nowadays, the the agreements are 360. Very rarely do they stray from that. Big things, though, to potentially argue for, owning your own masters, retaining ownership of the masters, you know, retaining that copyright or decision-making in 
where your music's going to be used and how it's going to be used. Also, from a uh, performance perspective, building in, you know, clear requirements around, you know, how many tours they expect you to have. Same thing with albums, records, and, and what happens if, if something doesn't work. It's very, I think it's very important for artists to negotiate the type of music that you're going to do and, and be able to have that decision, you know, at least some say in, yes, this is, I want this on my album or, you know, no, I don't. Maybe building in a clause that says for every album release, you know, the artist gets to, to pick two and the label gets to pick eight. Yeah, those types of things. You mentioned a, a couple of things, a couple of points that I wanted to touch on before we run out of time here. You're mentioning the syncing uh, for TV or movies. How does one find out about syncing? Because a lot of the beginning artists out there listening to this are have no idea what it is. Syncing is sync placements with, you know, television could be a business, you know, maybe they're having like they need something for their, their marketing presentation, could be, you know, think everywhere where potentially there's music playing, right? Um, could be commercial, could be online, it could be on, you know, satellite, wherever it may be. In regards to finding where to look at that, I mean, there's obviously your regular, you know, uh, what I would call more like brick and mortar sync agencies. Um, Thank you. Bible actually has a, has a decent list. There's a couple of online sites that, that are very prevalent, you know, music x-ray broad jam. There's a, there's actually a great sync tool where you can go and and upload your material and and metadata. So metadata is, is tagging it with various different types of attributes, maybe, like the feeling of the song, type of lyrical content, maybe, um, you know, instruments that were used, genre, so on and so forth, so that it can be discovered. There's a tool I use. It's called Disco AC. It's a a platform that a lot of music supervisors use. There's also organizations, Guild of Music Supervisors is an organization that I belong to. They do allow, like, guests of the guild to join there's songwriters associations that, that people can join. They also do um, various types of workshops and things like that. whole bunch of places that individuals can look at. There's a, another group that I belong, Facebook groups. You can even go, you know, go out to Facebook and look for music supervisor groups. You'd be amazed at what you find. Just Nikki, to kind of, you know, get an idea. Nikki, I wanted to touch on this other point because obviously not every aspiring artist can become a member of the Grammy U and have a Grammy mentor. How does one get there if it's at all possible for them? Yeah, there is an application process. The Recording Academy, I think it's, it's every semester they do this, the Recording Academy solicits applications. I believe you can submit right off of their website. I'm actually looking as we speak, but the Grammy U program is off of the Recording Academy website, and there should be a link there to apply. And that and link it's, and it's that website is application where? process. Grammy.com would be a good start. In a nutshell, what last piece of advice would you give to an aspiring artist who has 
got their music started, they've got their career started in their local town or community, wherever they are, and they want to take the next step, what would you tell, advise them to do? Play, play, play everywhere that you can, obviously. Um, and, and nowadays is, uh, you know, I encourage social media posting, TikTok posting, things like that, because that's really where we are at. Don't don't go for, like, the America's Got Talent, you know, the voice. You know, those are mm-hmm. six in one, half a dozen in another. It's very difficult right. to get on those shows. Don't look for the make or break. Oh, my God, i got to get on the show. But just, yeah. you know, work hard and, and keep promoting yourself, and your music will, will speak for you. Fantastic. Now, we've got about a minute left. I want to give you a chance to tell the folks how they can find you, follow you and your music, get your music, of course, and uh, keep in touch with you. Sure. Thank you. Uh, well, all my links are off my website. So it's www.nikkikris.com. It's N-I-C-K-I-K-R-I-S.com. I am on every streaming platform. Uh, primarily use Instagram is probably my favorite social media platform. You can follow me on there, and you can contact me off my website. There's also a newsletter sign-up and um, a way to email me. So stay in touch. How to make it in music today. Rockstar 101, Nikki Chris, thank you so much for coming back again and for sharing your insights with us, your invaluable advice, and please don't stay away so long. Yes, thank you so much for having me, and we'll let you know when we have new music out. I will be looking forward to that, as will all of us. You've got about 30 seconds here. Tell us about this tune we're going to play now called I Am Who I Am. Yes, this is my obsession with 30 Seconds to Mars. It is actually <laughs> a response to their song Hurricane because I just loved it. And it's off of the Heartbeat album and it happens to be one of my favorites to listen to and perform. So hope everybody loves it. How appropriate that I mentioned we have 30 seconds left. Ladies and gentlemen, Nikki Chris, thank you so much, Nikki. Here she is with I Am Who I Am. Thank you. Keep telling myself
pleasure and her music is so good and the wisdom that she imparted of course goes hand in hand with everything that she does which I think is quality that's just my humble opinion uh, but it's just really nice to have her back on again it's been too long and I love her music and everybody that we've spoken to seems to feel the same way that she just she's a quality act a class act absolutely what a pleasure and so happy for her Getting a chance to be a mentor for the Grammys for the uh, for the Recording yeah, Academy. That is pretty cool. That That's is really cool. Uh, thank you so much, Nikki Chris. Moving right along, some other old friends I promised would be with us today, and they're coming up next. Here they are. Yo yo X and O. We'll fly. Not even. 
even trying about it's all about to heal and I got a friend who will come with me says she's ready and always will be she hasn't seen the stars since 93 lived a life and died like big today when we get Yo-Yo XNO, our old friends from Stockholm, from their brand new album, and we're going to be talking about the title of that album right after we bring the boys in. Yo, yo, are you with us? Sure is. Hey, hey guys. Welcome aboard. Been a while. Glad to have you back. And as I was just mentioning, uh, this album title, I love the play on words. You want to explain it to the listeners? I'm not sure we can, you know, but... Sometimes now and then I I try to catch up with the, the music of today, and it always makes me disappointed. I think <laughs> you're not alone there. <laughs> but I do believe that it is a, a play on the uh, the American Trade Magazine billboard, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, for our listeners who can't see the title, it's beyond billboard, as in Bill. And very bored, and it's a great, great play on words. And now the listeners know what to look for when they go out to uh, go online to try and get the album, which I know they will, of course, after they listen to this music. And it's great to have you guys back here. What have you been doing for the last year besides creating new music? Well, actually, um, being on a bit of a high after uh, the uh, you know the epidemic and uh, the uh, two years uh, in isolation. 
Sweden opened up a little bit after the summer and uh well it was a bit of a downer in the winter again but now right. it's opening up again so we've uh we've been busy trying to get through that and uh, coming back to life again uh, why are you doing any live gigs yet no well i have done a few uh and as i said again in the autumn there were a few gigs um uh, and then it all shut down again for a month right. or two, December, January. And done a few gigs in um, February here now again. Uh, so a little bit of uh, live play in Stockholm is waking up again. Right. Well, that's a good thing. I, I have to touch on this. We mentioned at the top of the show about the situation over there, which is a very unpleasant one. Are you feeling any of the effects of uh, what's going on over there between Russia and the rest of the world? Yeah, well, there are there are people coming here. Are they? Yeah, yeah. I'm not surprised. It's a uh, it's a sad and scary thing, but uh, a, a bit away from where I live. The, right, right. They, yeah. they drove a bus down there to, you know, get people out of there. Uh, the ones who want who need to get away. You know. Right, Both and I understand that's getting a little bit harrowing too. But uh, wanted to check and see how it's affecting you, if it is. And uh, yeah, I understand that uh, there is a lot of uh, sympathy around uh, Europe and uh, and the rest of the world, for that matter. And everybody's trying to pitch in and do what they can to help the situation. Hopefully, we can preserve, uh, we can persevere and come out of this. Uh, a little bit better after it's all over. It's a sad and scary thing. Yeah. Back, back to Yo-Yo X and O. What's the theme of this album? I was trying to see if there's any theme that can tie uh, the tunes of Beyond Billboard together. Is there a, a theme of any kind here? Well, I, I know uh, one theme for sure, and maybe two. Uh, uh, there's a theme of escapism. Escapism, escapism okay. uh, where uh, that's probably influenced by the previous two years and maybe it's relevant to what's going on in, in Europe as we speak as well. But uh, you know that thing where you just uh, fly away, imagine a warmer uh, world in, in many senses where people are nicer to each other and perhaps even, I mean, Sweden is pretty cold at the moment, so... Climate-wise as well, I guess. Uh, and then we were talking about that. There's some, to me, I don't know if it's subconscious or what it is, but um, I was just thinking about the way um, Yo arranged the tunes, and I, I feel like harmonically and uh, the way that the songs uh, lead from one to the other is uh, it's something that makes sense to me on a subconscious level there as well. So, But definitely I hear the... Um, Oh, let's get away to a nicer place vibe. That's, mm -hmm. that's for sure something I, I can hear. No, it's always interesting. I, I try to keep straight which, whether I'm talking to Yo or Yo, but in this case, the Yo that wasn't speaking, who did yeah. the uh, who did the arranging of the sequencing of the songs, what was your thoughts in putting this album together? Um, in putting it together, you know... Um, we lived with many of the songs for a long period of time, and, and some of the songs might come up almost close to the, well, very close to deadline. So I guess I I have different uh, orders or different ways mm -hmm. of arranging the songs uh, in 
in different stages of that process. And, right. uh, and at some point, we, uh, we try to have a deadline, and, and after that day, no more songs. Leave it alone. <laughs> no, yeah, and then that's it. And, but up until that moment, I, I kind of dribble the songs all over the place and, and try to hear uh, what connects them uh, musically or lyrically or, or maybe sometimes they need to break, you know. Sometimes you need to break a feeling uh, and to, to, to get a fresh listening experience. So I'm 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 I can't say that I got a, 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 any other met, method about that, but kind uh, of a gut feeling as you're doing it. Trial and error. Yeah, <laughs> I got you, John Bon Jovi. Okay, are you so sitting there with a silly was, grin on your this, face? This I knew you want to jump in here. Well, I, I always have a silly grin on my face, and it's just. <laughs> uh, it goes harkens back to vivid memories of euphoria. If you when notice, Yo and Yo both have grins on their face right now too. Uh, you know, I'm 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 listening to this, and and especially now what you just said about uh, you know trying to put the music together, the sequence in which the music is going to happen, and in listening to the two songs, uh, to you know, Will Fly, which we just played, and. Slow Down, which we're going to play, but I've already heard it, which is unusual because I usually don't get to hear the music until we play it. But this time, you know, David was nice and let me listen to it. You've got two, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, two diametrically opposed styles of music here. The production values on both of them are, to me, are just absolutely superb because I'm more of the engineering type. And so I, I analyze that kind of thing. And I'm wondering... In putting this album together, are you using a mixture of digital and analog, or is it strictly one or the other? No, both. Both. And actually, some of the songs uh, have been recorded here in my bedroom, where I have a drum kit and a piano and everything. And some of the songs have been uh, recorded up in the main studio we have in you can't say it in English Ernkonsvik, you know you wouldn't okay. understand <laughs> okay. Okay. We're the studio you, can actually translate, you can translate that if you want to, it would be Eagle Bay Okay, Eagle Bay, Eagle okay. Bay up north in, uh, in Bay. Sweden yeah, where okay. we got the studio <laughs> I do that <laughs> so, so, and then again, some of the songs are not purely digital, but mainly digital, and we always have liked to blend styles and I think that's one of the things that also connects to the title Beyond Billboard that everything today seems to sound very much the same oh it does it, it most yeah. certainly does and and you know both David and I we came up in the age of old school radio uh, where it was really live and it wasn't satellite fed and we actually played real honest to god records and, and quipped to the audience one you know humorous uh, anecdote or another and so basically what i'm getting at is he and i are both old radio dinosaurs and as such we are analog guys living in a digital world and i personally prefer the sound of analog. It just has a certain warmth. I mean, a, a digital to me is just too clean. 
and that's why yeah, I was listening. I was, yeah, and I was listening to your music, and I'm I'm thinking to myself, these guys are using these guys are using tape, and uh, and, and 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 I really like that. I I, I really do. I, I came up with this great idea. The next time we have you guys on the show, and have you do uh, do a little something live for us from your own little studio world there would be really cool. Definitely, yeah. Think think we might be able to put that pull that off. We might. We'll have to to work on it. We can work together. You guys we'll can make it happen. We need to see each other more often. We should do that and. Uh... That's a good reason for getting together, I think. Yeah, I think it's a great idea, and get a little live music on there. I think it'll be a a, a great thing. That'd be terrific. Yeah. I'm glad you guys are up for it because uh, it's one of those things. We're going to plan it ahead of time, and you guys figure when you can get together physically in the same location. We'll just schedule around that. Cool. Sounds good. Absolutely, that sounds real good. Now, before we let you go. Well, first off, we want to give you the chance, we always do, to have you sell yourself, do some self-promotion, which we think is great. Tell the folks how they can find you, what you're doing, your music, and, of course, buy your music, which is always a good thing. Okay, you can hear us on all the major streaming services. You look for JoJo XNO. And people have a problem remembering that, so I'm going to say it once again. JoJo XNO. For you who don't understand the uh, the Swedish, it's spelled yo-yo, Y-O-Y-O, X-N-O, which is kisses and hugs, X-N-O. So there you go. Now you can get it no matter what part of the world you're in. Well, apart from that, we're, we're on social media like Twitter, Facebook, and uh, Instagram. And we've got this website, georgexno.com, where you can look us up. You find out everything you need to know there. And last but not least, of course, I want you to talk about this interesting song we're going to be closing this segment with uh, from the album Beyond Billboard by Yo-Yo XNO. It's called Slow Down, and I'm going to let you guys explain this because it's out of my realm. <laughs> well, that's one of the songs that, that came out um, last winter. I put an axe in my leg. Ouch. Uh, yeah, that, that was kind of painful. So I had to spend like six weeks in bed. <laughs> and what do you do? You write songs. <laughs> and so this one, I was when I was thinking about uh, environmental activist uh, Greta Greta Thunberg. Yes. And her and her work for you know a sustainable world. Mm -hmm. So that was the inspiration for the lyrics. And then we had a good teamwork. Uh, when it came to the production of the sounds, so we sometimes we we kind of send the songs back and forth and back and forth and back and forth between us, sure. and comment and uh, come with suggestions and change things and it was very much of a, a common work on the production on what sound should be like that and no take take that away and or build it up like this or. A joint venture, actually, on how it's played and performed. Well, it's very definitely creative, and as I said at the uh, at the opening, it's a change of pace from what we're used to hearing from from you. And I know the audience isn't going to forget it either. We want to thank you guys for being with us again. Always a ball to have you. Definitely looking forward to next time and having you guys play something live for us. That'll be really neat, ladies and gentlemen. Yo yo X and O. Yo, you're from Stockholm. Where's the other yo from? 
Down south, a small place called Gloomslow. Gloomslow. Mm-hmm. I can say it. I don't know what it means, but we're glad to have you guys on the show. Thank you so much for sharing time. I know it's late. I'm going to let you go and get yourself some sleep. Thanks again. Ladies and gentlemen, Yo-Yo X and O from the album Beyond Billboard. This is Slow Down.
oh, something a little bit stranger there, something a little different than what you expect from Yo-Yo X&O. And, uh, yeah, really, really kind of creepy there. <laughs> love it. Love a surprise. And uh, what a great bunch of guys. What a great show we've had today. Been a lot of fun. We've had some new stuff. We've had some serious stuff. And we do send out our love and thoughts to all our friends that are involved in that mess over there in the uh, at the border of Russia. All the best to you all. John Bon Jovial, I think it's time for you to take us home. Yes, sir. Great show today. Great talking to Nikki. Nice talking to the Yo-Yo guys. Just an all-around good time and a nice way to come back off of our little hiatus there. Hey, folks, you did it again. And we are so incredibly appreciative of you being here with us for this past hour, and I really do mean that. The David Bowers Awards is broadcast around the world from the studios of Computer Help USA in Naples, Florida, and we are available for free on most of the major streaming services. You can help the David Bowers Awards support indie artists and music by clicking the link at the end of this episode on Anchor FM and making a donation. We would really appreciate it. Click the uh, follow the David Bowers Awards link wherever you listen to music podcasts. Join us next week for the David Bowers Awards Saturday on WRFC-FM 106.3 in Rochester, New York, otherwise known as Rochester Free Radio. And that's at noon Eastern and, of course, 2 p.m. Sunday on Blog Talk Radio. That's 2 p.m. Eastern and 11 a.m. Pacific. And uh, for you European bon vivants, that's uh, 6 p.m. UTC. So until next week for the David Bowers and uh, myself, of course, the uh, sarcastically legendary John Bon Jovial, we really appreciate you being here, and we'll see you next week right here on the David Bowers Awards. <laughs>